When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for a really great future. We're talking real money. So after after this station, which one do we go to next? I think you go three doors down the left, three, yeah, and we okay. do the rock and roll show. I brought my uh, my 78s. I got a bunch of is there, eight tracks. I'm ready to go, man. Is there a country station <laughs> well, in the not, building? Not, I think that's the other end of the building. You go, anyway, oh, you go okay. past the Amazon rally, and you keep to, going. I was, feeling, I was feeling the need to do my draw. Woo. I just was feeling like I needed to do it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like where you fill your mouth with cotton and you just kind of talk like this. You're good. Except you're you get really down good. there. Yeah, you can do a little uh, do a little Johnny Cash. Because you're mine. I toe the line. I know it's walk, but with my wife, it's toe. <laughs> it's toe the yeah, line. right to it. Hello, everyone. I'm Don. That's Tom. I'm Don, back from a long, 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 long radio hiatus. Having gone to the lovely country down under, no, not Australia, the one next to that, New Zealand. Yeah, it was a good Where, trip, By the right? way, mm. I saw a real penguin in the wild. Took forever waiting for that damn penguin to come out of the ocean. Apparently, they go out in the ocean and they just stay there. So how long were you waiting? It was like over an hour. We're really? standing How'd there you know the it was coming beach. back? How do you know it didn't swim somewhere else or something? Well, we know. We They said they might come back. They oh, might not. Oh, I see. Okay. They don't have any chicks this time of year. They've uh, all grown up. And though they go out hunting all winter. It was coming up on winter down there, down under. Mm-hmm. And the other cool thing is that when you pull the plug in the tub... The water actually goes down. Oh, backwards. I thought that was an urban legend. Really? Yes. That really happened. I was. I. I was. I, I was. I went. I went to a hotel after twelve days in an RV, mm-hmm. and I was achy because I drove. I drove thirty one hundred kilometers. That's like eighteen hundred miles. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's a long way. Yeah. So I went to the hotel and they had a big tub, big soaking tub with an old fashioned rubber plug. So I got in this big old tub with a rubber plug. I, you know, soaked for a while, felt better, pulled the plug. And the most entertaining part of the trip for me was watching that little water tornado go backward. Never I hope that wasn't before. in the top five. I mean, you went like <laughs> nine-day plane trip, blah, blah, blah. All right, blah, all right, on. all right. The dolphins were up there. We saw a pot of dolphins okay. at uh, some sound I can't remember the name of. Uh, mountains were beautiful. Emirates has a cool plane. Um, it's a good trip. Okay. It's a good trip. Beautiful country. You want to talk Absolutely about this country. particular we... day and the show and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, first, this is a program designed to actually provide you some useful advice on building a better future. And to do that properly, we we will share all kinds of things that we run into but we also want you to tell us what we can help you do uh, by giving us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And just to it's help, I'll give easy. you a few of the topics that we got in the last couple hours. we got one about yeah. a managed account. How much should I be making on it? I've got one about a state worker wanting to know about buying you, taking some cash and buying additional um, uh, credits so he could get a bigger pension credits pension, and pension annuity credits. Uh, we got someone who's seventy one, still working, getting into the four hundred one k and wondering how to invest for retirement. So we get kind of everything. So we're here to talk about all those things, right? And we're also here to talk about some of the problems with our industry. Oh my goodness! I, anytime you see a headline, <laughs> I the, love well, the this financial headline. services industry is uh, rife with really bad deals folks here's one of the problems the reason bernie madoff was so blasted successful is because so many of us want to feel special we want to believe that if we only knew the right person 
that we'd make more money on our investments. And and you see that particularly prevalent in sports where I mean I, I you can hardly count the number of sports figures who have been taken in by outright Ponzi schemes. Well, in These, this case, in this case it was a well-known media figure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was a well-known yeah. media Very figure. Very well-known. I think he's still on TV every week. Yeah, George, George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Well, well, he's still there. And he there. was taken in by, cut by a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, I mean, and anytime the headline says, <laughs> a private market deal gone bad, colon, sketchy brokers bilked seniors and a cosmetologist. Wow, there's a there's a headline Wait. that should get your attention. Wow, seniors and a cosmetologist. Yeah, I, okay, and the, just just one cosmetologist. Yeah, the cosmetologist, by the way, was the person giving investment advice. I mean, I guess you could call That's it advice. Right. She okay, I read the article. She was selling <laughs> yeah, this. She was selling yeah. this unregistered product yeah, yeah. as an unregistered advisor. That's right. While Claiming doing she your didn't need to be registered hair while doing your hair guess, in, yeah. in and folks, Somewhere. I don't know if you know this. I'm going to tell you a little secret about the show. Um, I actually do the show from Florida, Florida, let you say or as that. Tom likes to call it, Florida. <laughs> um, and just up the road from us is yeah. this gigantic community called the, the Villages. It's getting bigger. I mean, aren't they adding on to it or something? It's gigantic. It's well, every it's old person in America goes there or something. Move to the Villages. I think it, they do. A good friend of mine actually manages yeah, I shouldn't the call them old people. Sorry. He lives He lives in my town, now. which is two and a half hours, two hours away, but he manages the Villages. And it is full of older people who drive yeah. golf carts mm-hmm. and have way too many STDs. Uh just I, I don't even want to. That doesn't have anything to do with the sketchy broker, the bilk seniors, the cosmetologist. Well, apparently they're 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 high flyers. They're <laughs> so. rainbow riders. They're straight shooting son of the uh, guns. You know, I I this thing is it's an awful story because people got taken. Yeah. But here's the other part. Here's the part that, that they you, were promised an eight yeah, percent return with I was, absolute safety. I was dumb just bunnies. getting to that. I mean, I hate to. I, there's an expression. A fool and his money are lucky enough to get together in the first place. I mean, it applies at this case because no, there is no safe investment that pays you eight percent a year. Or if it sounds too good to be true, yeah, I mean, it every is. single thing. I mean, this is a <laughs> it. It's shocking. Here's by the way, the journals take on this. That's my take. The Wall Street Journal. Pardon me. Yes, the Wall Street Not Journal. Not the real investing journal. <laughs> that which probably should do a piece on this too. Because my takeaway was. Listen, anytime anybody promises you 8% a year short term and you're, you're, there's no risk to your money, run the other direction. But theirs was this investment was sold by a lot of people that had been thrown out of the industry. That I mean, these are brokers that had huge horrible track mark, records terrible yeah. track records and their take was well the public doesn't know this which is which is true by the way. The public doesn't it's you have to do the research because you get taken if right. you don't. I am going to help everyone in our audience right now do the research. There's a website called Broker Check. Just type in Broker Check to any browser. Give me one of the guy's names there, yeah, Tom. So I gotta, the print is very small here. Hang on. Well, give me a name. Throw a name my oh, way. I love this one. Ray K. But Ray? it's not his real name. They said or something. They say he used a previous another name before. Ray K. Just R A Y K A Y. Let's see if he comes up. Probably not. Oh, that's oh. Ray. He used to be called Raymond L. Catanzo. Oh, you're gonna have to spell that. I know. K O N. Raymond. K. Oh, pardon me. K O N T R O Z O. Contrazo. Pardon me. Raymond L. Contrazo. Contrazo. Oh, wait. Raymond Contra. Under that name, he was barred from the securities industry for running a fraud. And later find $5,000 for breaking that ban, getting back in and selling products. One well, of those names should he, come up. Why is Maybe he he's not just completely on, eviscerated now after this? There's a know. Raymond James Condren, but not Contrazo. I think I have it spelled right. Try huh. No, 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 no N. My bad. This type is just small. Oh. Contrazo. God, I tell you. There you go. You know. Bring somebody in and help me with the Braille version. Oh, Raymond. Uh, uh, Raymond. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let me just help you all yeah. out at home, okay? If anybody is selling you a security before you do anything with them, go to Broker Check. 
broker check. Just type in broker check in a brokercheck.finra.org. Raymond Lawrence Cadrozo. Yes, better known as Ray K. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ray, Ray, his they've got these little boxes on the screen that tell you, you know, that they were their their years of experience, their disclosure events. Like here's another Raymond something or other, and it says disclosures. Yes, years of experience one. Uh, he's not registered anymore. Rays, all of these come up either gray if they're not registered or blue if they're in good standing. Yeah. Raymond's box comes up bright red. Uh-oh. With a big slash and a circle across it that says oh. barred. Yeah. That barred. Is, that is, Do you know how hard it is to be barred from this industry? Almost impossible. That has not stopped him because all he did was go out and change his name. And sadly, run a bunch of radio advertisements for a risk-free return of 8% a year, sell a security that wasn't registered, and then had the nerve to stand by and watch his clients lose a big part of it. Well, we don't actually know yet because the company that had the security has gone bankrupt, and nobody really knows if there's any money to be found. It's Boy, a sad, he, sad tale. He has a long track record. Does he have a long record of being a bad boy? And he's an old guy, too, because he started in the brokerage industry with a, uh, in 1972. Wow. What, what is, is that like I, I was 45 in high years ago? Uh, me, too. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, wow. He's okay. been at this for a while. Uh, he, had his own, he had his own firm until he was barred in 1990. Uh, but you know, just this is how you can do this. You check them out. You go to broker check. You type in their name, and if they've been barred by the SEC, well, you probably <laughs> shouldn't deal with them. Yeah, uh, but the cosmetologist I don't think had been barred. She was just but selling no, she the just product. Had never done anything. Ne- never registered. Right? Would you have her name? <laughs> I don't. Please don't make me read more. I care. I'll try. Uh, see, you're no I'm help. Really, I know because I can't. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, Mr. K is 75 years old. It does say okay. in well, the article. Good. Who's not going to trust the kindly he's, old man helping you with your money? That's so easy. I bet she was never, ever uh, registered. And if they don't come up at all, then they're really not allowed to be selling you any kind of financial by the products. Way, if you invested in Woodbridge, you already know that this is a that's the, the product we're talking about. Oh, they did yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of radio advertising, I'm told. Woodbridge was a real estate dealer or something? Yeah, it was a short... They were... Uh, da, da, da. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find her name. Mm. Woodbridge is also a wine by Robert Mondavi. <laughs> which probably just is a better investment, by the way. <laughs> which which I just want to, don't want to confuse the two. Uh, Woodbridge, the wine, can't is still fine. Can't it is fine. Name. You can drink the wine. All it says is Ms... Oh, here we go. Lynette Robbins. But she's not going to be... She's not registered. She's 72. Well, um and she <laughs> she was part of a firm called Knowles Systems that uh received I love this 8.1 million dollars not in investments in commissions. In commissions? That's kind of a lot of money, yeah. Wow. You might want to get registered before you take that much. Holy cow. Well, I hope she's going to jail. 855-935-TALK is our number. Don't I hope buy she's going a security from your cosmetologist. That's your first mistake right there. Hi, I'm a cosmetologist and a registered investment advisor. Would you like no. your hair or your money yeah. done first? Although, maybe you that's a new me. business model. We could look into it. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call if you want some help with your dough. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're looking for a nice short podcast to tide you over between episodes of Talking Real Money, check out Money 30. Money 30 podcasts are between two and four minutes long, and they're available at every major podcast service, including Apple Podcasts, or you can visit money30.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And I I did a little more research on this Woodbridge mortgage uh, investment. Uh, Now, bear in mind a couple of things. One, this was a an investment that could only be sold to qualified investors. Yeah, accredited investor. Yeah, accredited investor. You have to have over a million dollars. Which apparently George Stephanopoulos does have or did have. Apparently, he's accredited. Yeah. And what they told people was they had a portfolio of very safe first position. Yeah commercial mortgages 
um, paying up to 8%. Now, loans think about it on for a property, basically. Yeah. yeah. Why would anybody borrow money, one, short term at 8% uh, with back? Because they can't it, get uh, it somewhere else? Right. Mm. Generally, that's yeah. the case. But in this case, you. A lot of people are going to say, well, what could, what's wrong with this? It's in commercial mortgages. It's very safe. We get the property if they default. Well, here's the reality. They lied. Yeah. They never they had the property. Lied. They never they owned never them. They never yeah. had any mortgages. Ugh. They were paying new investors, uh, old investors, out of new investors' And isn't money. that called something? It's based on a guy like 100 years ago that ran around and dude did this. I think we need to change it to the Madoff scheme because he's he was bigger than yeah, Charles Ponzi yeah, ever thought about. Yeah, especially on a being. inflation adjusted basis, he was bigger. Yeah. Anyway, Ponzi has a nicer ring to it. It does. Yeah. It feels it good. Flows off the eight, tongue. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Did 855 Now, please, if you are being pitched something that sounds too good to be true, there's a small chance it might be, but maybe you should call someone first. Like, oh, I don't know, us. Did you mention the commission on this? Oh yeah, no, and the you didn't mention was eight <laughs> percent. I I think buying anything where there's an eight percent, just think of the conflict. You're sitting across a table. Put yourself in that seat. You're sitting across a table from somebody, and you're pitching something that let's just say, for sake of argument, is two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's a that's probably about yeah, right. Based probably on how about many, right. How many people they sold this to? Yeah, and the person across the table is going to get a check. Well, they're not going to because they got to share that commission with somebody else. But they're probably going. It's sixteen thousand dollar commission overall. The broker is mm-hmm. probably going to end up with maybe two thirds of that. I'm guessing ten thousand oh, dollars. In these cases, yeah, yeah it's going to be a large I percentage. Mean, think of the. I, Wait, sh- you didn't even have to be a broker. You could be a cosmetologist. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> While I'm doing your nails here, I mean the cosmetologist. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just so don't please don't do it. Anymore. Yeah, and so far they haven't gone to jail. Well, and I they're think they're still, still battling because they went bankrupt. I believe was the the cause of action. The the fir- well, yeah. both the Woodbridge yeah. and the little company that that uh, this woman, this cosmetologist, and her buddy started in Florida, Noel System. They yeah, both they both went bankrupt. Yes, and of course the guy who runs Woodbridge says this is just a massive, massive misunderstanding. There's no yeah, Ponzi I, scheme here. It's just a misunderstanding. I, I meant to go out and get those mortgages. <laughs> I, was, I just forgot. I got busy. It's like, the guy, so like busy. the guy who defrauded uh, Ulysses S. Grant said the same thing, right? He was going to go buy the government contracts, but he got busy and just never got around to it. That's all. They always have an excuse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So please don't. That's the that's the key to being uh, a successful criminal. You need a great excuse. Yeah. Um, oh, and... Uh, I also wanted to mention, we mentioned this on the other show, yeah. one of the most important things you can do, it, it uh, anything that pays a high return has high risk. And we offered this on uh, on the Como show. Yeah. If you want to know what kind of risk you can stand from your investments, you really want to get your risk tolerance. You don't know your risk tolerance. I guarantee you. You could, you could say, Not until the oh, market goes down. Yeah, not until it yeah, goes down. Because it's easy to say it. Yeah. But there's a terrific risk risk quiz that we have purchased and have made available to you for free. No obligation. com. Free, no obligation. You don't even have to give us a phone number so we can't call you. Uh, it's uh, at vestry.com, and it's yep. called our risk quiz, R-I-S-Q-U-I-Z. Up upper right-hand corner, V is in go, victory, E is in Edward, and it. then story. Yeah, one of the, the nice things about Tom and uh, my efforts here is we really do try to, oh, above everything else, provide you with the education you need to make smart decisions on your own. You don't necessarily need an advisor. Most people do. Because most people make dumb decisions. Or they get upset or they get too excited or whatever. I mean, their their behavior can well, be problematic. I, as I talked about in the feature, there, there's that investor gap. Yeah. Well. Where the difference between what investors actually, what the portfolios make and what investors end up making based on their bad behavior. And in the next feature, I'm actually going to give you some numbers. That's coming up at a quarter till. That's going to talk the about the numbers. missile gap? No, this is the, the investor gap. The credibility gap? The investor gap. Oh, okay. All right. The All gap, right. the the clothing the, store? The, 
No, the uh, the the gap. No, the, it's I'm talking about the general agreement on accounting principles. Oh yeah, G A A P. Yes, yeah, I, we, we spent a lot of time on the show about that. Of course. Oh, accounting is oh. my favorite topic. <laughs> At least you knew what that was. That's pretty impressive. Well, I've been around the All block right, okay. <laughs> a couple of times. Couple of, look at me. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. This is did this you is give a the phone number? Worn face. <laughs> I gave the phone number. Okay. Just want 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. The show's supposed to be about you in the audience, not about us. We can make it about us if you want, but it's not supposed to be. It's a little of both. Okay, all right. No, it really is actually a little of both, I think. So I can't talk about the return gap because you're going to do a feature on that? Because I was going to follow up with your Yeah, no, you can't because it's coming up in the next feature. Okay. But you could talk about it after that. So we've teased that segment of the show. Yeah. And uh, oh, and you know one of the other things that we that really bothers us about the investment industry. We talked about that big eight percent commission on this silly con. That, well, it would have been a great concept if it was real, but yeah. it wasn't real, and there are no mortgages that pay that much and are that kind of quality. Uh, but the other thing that that is a real bother in the investment industry, not just commissions, but all of these hidden incentives. There are, I remember when I, back before I got religion, when I was a broker back with Dean Witter, remember the Sears Financial Network? Who could forget? If we would sell a certain amount of a particular Dean Witter mutual fund, and these were the original liar load funds, they they were the funds that we could could do this. We'd go, oh, yeah, our funds have no load. Now, did you see my mouth move? It's I was a front. Just it, it was do that pretty, again. Do that again. No f- load. Okay. Yeah, Got I just kind of swallowed the word front. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had no front end load, but yeah. they had a back end load oh. and, an, uh, and an ongoing extra fee. It's uh, sales load in drag, as Christopher Cox of the SEC called it. We, if we sold X amount of these things, we would get stuff. Like what? We what did get, you get? We would we would get prizes. I remember once uh, I got a table saw. I don't know why. It Are was you a just great carpenter prize. that I'm unaware of? <laughs> no, no. That table saw got used about six times. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I, you know, they were like uh, dinner gift certificates. Didn't you get you trips or a, something somewhere if you they, did really If you well? were at a, the higher, right, highest okay. levels, okay. you would get Caribbean trips Ooh. and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I never got to that level. Well, but you got the table saw. I mean, that's a big deal, Don. Congratulations and, on that. And and but the problem with these kind of incentives is they encourage financial advice providers to do things that are not in the client's best interest, but are in the seller's best. Well, interest. I mean, in this case, if it, that wouldn't isn't ten thousand dollars in your pocket in one quick sale enough? Exactly. <laughs> How much more incentive do you need? Oh. Uh, apparently, more. And people will, as Paul Merriman would say, crawl across cracked glass for a lot less people like to win it's built into us we like to win things we we it's a great incentive look at retire me people like hung around to get those gift cards i know well and actually i are one of the folks who spoke fairway mortgage gave away some incredible stuff at the end yeah, makes yeah. you wonder how much they're making on those mortgages, yeah, though. Probably when they, doing okay when too. When they give away that nice bottle of Crown Royal or that, uh, did you speaker. win that? I couldn't remember who won the Crown Royal. I, I win. I win nothing. I know. I know. I and by the, the way, I want to. We didn't winning. really get a chance. Can we get more time here? Thank all those of you who came out to retire meet in Everett last Saturday. It was a great event. I had a lot of fun. I always enjoy those because we get to talk to you. Yeah, and people come up. Hey, what about this? And I like the show, or I don't like Don, but I like you. It. I just really enjoy it. You love that part. I just live for that. Really Nobody that? said that. Really? Nobody. They really said, insecure. "Is Australia far enough? Isn't there like New Zealand, Ant- Antarctica down below, the, further away, or something? I don't know. New Zealand. I know. Well, I put oh, them all. I, do, I lump them all I, together. I do have a consumer tip for you. Yeah. Though. I learned this in Australia. Uh-huh. My flights were supposed to be connecting on the same day initially. That's right. From Christchurch to Sydney to L.A. to Orlando. Uh, it turned out that Virgin Australia canceled all their flights from Christchurch to Sydney, and they're going to have to run me through Brisbane, and it turned out to be like just a mess. So I booked a seat on Emirates. 
who like kicked me up to business class. Thank yeah. you, Emirates. No Boy, kidding. was that nice. Woo. But anyway, uh, so I had to fly in the night before my flight to L.A., and so I booked an inexpensive hotel near the airport, one of these little traveler hotels with teeny tiny rooms. Mm-hmm. But I knew that. I knew that going in. I just wanted a bed. But the only way to get there, they said, was by their shuttle. Well, it wasn't their shuttle. Uh-oh. I booked the shuttle. I shouldn't have booked the shuttle. I wasn't thinking. It was supposedly by their shuttle. So I paid the $14 round trip for the shuttle per person, $28. And um, had the most horrific experience. What this happened? guy, what happened? Miss he miscounted the number of people who were waiting for the van. Oh no! So he crammed it full, and oh. then he t- dropped two people off, and then he goes, "I'm going to go back and pick up those other people." And I went, "No, my hotel is next. I'm tired. Take me there." He goes, "No, I got. I told those other people I'd pick them up." I said, "You're the idiot who miscounted." We're not going clear back to the airport. Take us to our hotel. <laughs> Don McDonald, the consumer man. I love it. I was mad. Ooh. I was mad. So anyway, okay. I called the company. It it occurred to me as I'm riding in the van, I went online to my Uber app. I should have thought yeah, of this before. Bang, bang. Uber was $12. Yeah. And for two, you wouldn't have been in there with a lot of other people, nor right. Waiting. And I would have gotten there faster. Yeah. I would have paid less. Yeah. I would have had a better experience. Kind of like using so, index funds. Paid less, right. made more. I paid less, less and stress. Would have been happier. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good analogy. Thank you. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our number again is 855-935-TALK. That's me. 855-935-8255. You get a little inside baseball there. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was that was Tom calling me to mm-hmm. set up the FaceTime so that we can actually see each other because we're at opposite I miss ends of the country. Yeah. We're at opposite ends of the country. Uh, the reason, 855-935-TALK is our number, by the way. Give us a call. The reason I was talking about incentives mm-hmm. was because not only does the U.S. have problems with this, but other markets in the world have problems with it. And in Australia, there's a big banking company. And I saw them when I was down there all over the place, ANZ, Australia, New Zealand Bank. And they have decided, and in large part because the government is investigating them and others, uh, they've decided that they're going to change the way their financial advisors are compensated. And it's a it's an interesting new way to do it. They're not going to have sales-based payments. They are going to pay them based on customer satisfaction rankings. So the customer's going to say it was a good experience. They're it was doing a, bad, a great job. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, that they they have Good. to follow the bank's values and risk and compliance. Hey, let's standards. do this with our advisors. And if they fail two audits yeah. of their their behavior, their 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 behavior both with clients and uh, following the rules, they're terminated. Period. Boop. Let's two do times. this with our advisors and just tell them they all got bad reviews. How are they to know? Then we wouldn't have any advisors. Oh, okay, that doesn't work well. We got eight hundred clients you know, or whatever we have. You know, yeah. some of them are probably listening right now. They're not feeling, they're not feeling really secure anymore. Not a lot of love from Vestry. Yeah. Okay, guys, I was guys, kidding, guys, kidding. All of you kidding. listening, yeah, Tom. You know, Tom just says things. You you have to work with him every day. You know, you're, he just you're says fortunate stuff. enough to be thirty five hundred miles I'm in, away. I'm in Florida. I don't have to listen to it except once in a while on Facetime, no, and then I can point. just go. Oh, Bye. I, Click. I, 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 Terrible connection. <laughs> Click goodbye. All right, we won't do that. I mean, this is that's the, but that is one as you point out, one of the biggest problems in our business is is the the incentives. Yeah, the, the conflict. It's it. Yeah. If you in some of this, they were going to clean up. I don't even know where all this is, and I'm in the business. The fiduciary rule law, whatever you want to call it, right? Oh, the I know where of, it is. The Department of Labor 
said at one point that's in limbo okay there were every all retirement accounts were going to have to be treated as you know live up to the fiduciary standard in other words right you are being the client providing yeah. advice Correct. on a retirement investment account yep. would have to act in the client's best interest okay. thank you or they would have to get a a best interest exception letter from them saying i understand that they're not doing what's best for me and i'm okay with it. yeah right i'm gonna get um, sold something and i know it that law went to court. Well, it got it was in effect for about forty five minutes. I think one afternoon right. you had to it went to court. One attention. court rule because they basically said that it wasn't in the labor department's purview yeah, to right. institute a rule like that. Uh, the Trump administration doesn't like it anyway because if it's in the client's best interest, it's obviously bad. Uh, and seriously i'm gonna let you I say mean, that <laughs> no i mean look it's like oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, okay I, you know regulate regulate why should we regulate that just, just causes a lot of problems yeah let everybody kill each other in the arena and we'll see who's left standing and that'll be the real man or woman um, okay but, but so where is so, it today Guy, honestly, Today, don't know. I've is, lost track. It is in limbo. Today, it is kind of on hold. The Securities and Exchange Commission, though, is currently accepting comments on its version of the fiduciary rule that would apply to all investment advisors. Which makes sense. But I mean, it, it should a be the SEC weaker version. Yeah, but the SEC, are the ones, should be doing this anyway. I agree, At the but end it's of the a weaker day, version. How how is it weaker? I don't know the particulars. I have okay. to look it up. Okay, because. Honestly, I mean, when people when you really sit down and talk to people about this, every, know the difference. Well, every person I've ever talked to is shocked. When you really say, "Do you realize that person over there does not have to put your interest first? And they go, well, "What do you mean?" They do not have a requirement to do what's best for you. Do you understand that? When you go to a doctor, they have that requirement. When you go to an attorney, they have that requirement. They do not have that in this business. As a matter of fact, there was a study, and I want to see if I can. Find well, we got it. calls, so let's. Should we go ahead and go to them? Oh yeah, yeah. It was this great study on on uh, the real quickly. It was just the study said that the vast majority of investors believe their advisor was required to act in their best interests. Yeah. And it turns out that ninety nine percent of advisors are not always yeah. required to act in your always. Best That's the key word. Ninety nine percent. Because everybody now, by the way, holds themselves out as a fiduciary. Because it's a marketing yeah. term now. That's all it's become. Ask them if they're always required yeah. to act as a fiduciary. Mm. That's the key word. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. We're going to go to Joe. Let's okay. go to Joe. Hey, Joe, how are you? Great. How about you guys? Oh, we're having a ball. Good day for, indoor, good day for indoor work. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. Hey, I work for a large aerospace company in the huh? Seattle area. Yeah, we've heard of a few. And Go they ahead. Have a they have a 401k plan. Mm-hmm. And in there, they have stable fund. Yeah, stable and, value fund. Uh-huh. Right. And they also have the bond index fund. Correct. And I've been noticing that the bond index fund, the performance has been negative over the last several months. Is there a... Why wouldn't I just invest in the stable value fund at least now, knowing that the rates are going to well? That's a great question. Continue to go up. Okay. Well, number one, we don't know the rates are going to continue. Because we have to be careful saying here's what tomorrow looks like because we don't know. But those are two different types of funds. The stable value fund uh, owns insurance products that are designed Guar- to pay you a guaranteed amount now. Guaranteed investment contracts. Yeah, and the a, like, called yeah. a GIC. I, there's. Yeah. I'm not saying that this could happen i'm not saying it will happen it could happen where there's a problem with that insurance product and they can't pay it that has not happened with the boeing stable value fund but that's a completely different product than the boeing index bond index fund which is an intermediate term bond fund has it had trouble the last four or five months yes because intermediate bonds are down over two percent in that period of time you should not be looking at short-term performance. You should build a portfolio. The bond part should be the stable part. And when we build it, and I think it's up at 401411.com, 401411.com. If you go to specific plans and click on Boeing, 
and I think that's where you work because I know the pl- I know the plan and I know the stable value fund. We show you that you divide the money between the stable value fund and the bond index fund because over time that bond index fund will give you greater protection against inflation over time, not every short period of time because there there are periods like we've had where rates have gone up and that has pushed prices down. But I would still be using some in the stable value fund and some in the Boeing bond index fund. Don? I agree. And and one of the things you need to bear in mind about these gigs, because they are in one of the big problems I have with the insurance industry is that they're even allowed to use the word guaranteed because they're only guaranteed by the assets of the insurance That's company. It. There really is very little else behind it. So it's not a true guarantee. And to say it's an absolute like the federal government is is spurious. We believe that diversification is almost well no it's always good for you yeah it's always good for you because you cover all the bases gigs could default some gigs maybe not all but some could we had a couple of insurance age uh, companies in the in 2008 large one in 2008 that almost went aig yeah kind of big and 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 had they gone under a lot of their guaranteed investment contracts would have been upside down so we and by the way when we when we divide it up i think we have about two-thirds of the the part for bonds is in the bond index fund. About one third is in the stable value fund. So you divide mm-hmm. it up that way. You, you get, get a little of both. And, and I really do like that idea. I'm with Tom. I think that's the best way to do it. Because remember, that bond market index fund is over time going to have higher yielding bonds Has. in the portfolio yes. as they buy them at higher rates. So I'd split them up. Does that help, Joe? Sure does. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I mean, the Boeing plan, by the way, is a very good plan. The match is, is a very good plan. They I don't mean, have some of the assets in there that we'd love to see. They don't really have well, much value. They got a little bit of international. They don't have emerging markets. Yeah, but but the plan is really a good one. Financial Engines is a very fine company that gives advice on that plan. Yeah. So that's a and the match is crazy great. People Costs still are leave, very low. People still leave. I believe it's, I think I have this right, more than $100 million every year is left on the table from people that don't save up to the match in the Boeing plan. And then they complain they don't have, I'm not picking on people, and they say I don't have a pension. You you're are, giving up. that's okay. You're giving up free money right you're there. You're not picking on anybody by name. Okay, but good. I mean, I'm picking on you you're if you're not doing that. You're not looking out there that. and go, hey, Steve, <laughs> you're not. And it shocks me that you don't at least save up to the match to get the free money. You're going to bend over to pick it. up three dollars if you. And it's that's that's a no. Maybe their bills are so high they. Well, can't I get afford that. It. No, I understand, but hmm, pre-tax the change in your take-home check is fairly minimal. So, good point. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Give us a call. We want to help you make better investment decisions. And remember, the key to making these decisions is academic evidence this isn't an hour we didn't come up with this what you're saying i'm saying that we're not just making this up you're not going to get a whole lot of feelings out of us i mean in the right circumstances we're full of feelings but when it comes to money it's not about feelings as a matter of fact oh just i love this piece uh there's a piece in market watch one of my least favorite uh online financial publications and i read it religiously because it's such a goofy thing. I think Paul Merriman's a, work is still there regularly. I know. Yeah. They had an article recently uh, about uh, interviewing Dan Loeb, who's a hedge fund manager. And Oh, he yeah, says, you sent me that piece. Great. He, 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 the, oh. the headline of the article was Alternative to Equities. Yeah, you got to get and out I'm of stocks. I'm looking through yeah. the article. I'm Never going, found where, it. Where's the alternative? Well, I did find it. You know what he oh. said the alternative to oh, equities was? It. What was it? Intermediate term bonds. What? Well, you get well, two is and a half percent. You're getting two and a half percent mm, safe. Okay. Why? Uh, why expose yourself to the stock market? And you've lost for... over two percent so far this year. Right. So it's not safe. The yeah. other thing that he doesn't, he fails to completely mention, is the fact that uh, inflation has been about oh what close to two and a half percent. It's running a little over two. Yeah, two two yeah. point so, three. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, you're making zero money. So it's a terrible alternative to equities. What it boils down to is him, his opinion, and yeah. he even says it. I just feel like the market is overvalued. You won't get 
feelings like that stupid feeling. He may be right, he may be wrong, but it's a feeling. It means nothing out of us. You just won't. 855-935-TALK is our number. Stay tuned. In this feature, this is where you get the numbers on the uh, on the gap, the value gap, the investor gap. If you're sick of investing through an insurance agent or a stockbroker and you're in the market for a fee-only advisor who charges truly low fees and uses a scientific approach to building portfolios for your risk tolerance and need, you should check out Vestry. Tom and I started this firm and it is devoted to educating everyone, total transparency, clarity, low fees, and great service. If you're looking for an advisor, you ought to at least take a look at us at Vestory.com. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Or give us a call, 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Because it's really, really important. And uh, as mentioned in the feature, if you want to actually see the chart of those that investor gap between those three funds, those three global funds, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Yeah. And they're there. Oh, they're there. Okay. Do I put them there or do I put them at money30.com? I'm betting it's money30. It may be at money30. It must be at money30.com. Check it out at money30.com. This is a difference between how much uh, mutual funds make and how much the people that actually own the mutual funds funds make. make. Which is a big deal. Kind of like the the difference between what pension funds should be making and what they're (sighs) really making in Seattle. I mean, this is you in want Seattle. great enterprise piece in the Seattle Times. And this is really a good piece of journalism. Journalism. Because they go back and look at the people that ran the Seattle pension plan. <laughs> I hate to pick on people, kind of. The first guy who did it was a CPA with no investment experience. Yeah. Really? I mean, that was the person running I, the plan. I know. Really? I know. And then and then the guy running the plan said, I know I didn't do well, but, I, but if somebody what would I have done how, differently? Some, yeah. What, what, you want to tell me what I should have done differently? Yeah, I, uh, buy an index fund? I mean, here's the problem. Make twice as much? Yeah. I mean, here's the problem. Now they had counted on, I mean, but, and I think this might be a little high for people to count on, especially in a 10-year period. They counted on making 7.5% a year. And they, they only had an index fund, they I, would have. They, I know, they, but they only made 4.1%. That means the Seattle City Employees Retirement System is a billion dollars short. A billion. That money has to come from somewhere because when people start retiring, and they are, you got to start meeting those obligations. Well, but Tom, let's give them the benefit of the doubt because, you know, if you invest in really safe securities like government bonds and uh, maybe a few corporate bonds, all you're going to make is 4.1%. If you're playing it conservatively, <laughs> I, yeah, thank I you. Can't, because I can't pitch it any softer no, than that. No, I know. You, I mean, and go, go read the article because you can see what they bought. They did not buy index funds. They did no, not buy they got into boring, low expense Caribbean things. Caribbean hedge yeah, funds. And yeah, all kinds of exotic partnerships. things. Uh, they sent somebody to London to research something. Excuse me? I mean, really? So, do you know, I do, I do a lot of research on investments <laughs> every computer, day. And up. I never leave my <laughs> office. Never. Uh, and by the way, so uh, it's the worst return 10 years uh 97 percent of other large state and local pensions did better so you're in the bottom three percent that's i always hope to avoid that because that they were trying to beat the market (laughs) yeah they were i mean not only were they trying to beat the market but here's the deal with most of these uh endowment and pension fund managers they get into all of these stupid complicated complicated investments Illiquid. to justify yep. their existence right. because if they just woke up and said and their big paycheck just own 10 vanguard index funds or just own and with dimensional funds you don't even need to own 10 you can own about six now and you own the globe they'd be out of work they, we because there's a similar article about the harvard oh no, they they'd have to put in part-time work to do the paperwork <laughs> there's a similar uh, article about the harvard endowment where they spent on 11 investment managers, $242 million, with an M, dollars over a four-year period to manage the endowment that is huge. It's $37 billion. I get it. It's a lot of money. But they underperform the indexes by 2% per year. 2% per year is a huge number. 
If you can make 2% more a year for a long period of time, that is an incredible difference in how much you end up with. They should be ashamed of themselves. The people that run the Seattle Employees Plan, they should be ashamed of themselves. This is an outrage, and it's going to cost people a lot of money. And what shocks me is that apparently no one at the Seattle City Council is up in arms demanding. And by the way, they should read your response in the Seattle Times. Ugh. The entire city of Seattle should be demanding, or at least all of the employees, that their pension plan fire everybody on the investment committee and just go get either Vanguard or DFA funds and build a diversified portfolio and let it ride and quit trying to game the system and make more money when it's apparent that you can't do it. You don't think the Timberlands in uh, Wisconsin are going to pay more or the Caribbean Hedge Fund or the Venture Capital Group in in uh, in the Bay Area is going to pick the right pick Facebook instead of some other nameless company that didn't work out? No, they're not. They might. They might. Right, but there are true. also some casinos in the Washington state area that are <laughs> that are hungry for for players, for yeah, high rollers. Here's another thing. Here's your here's maybe a, they should assign a portion of the portfolio to Muckle Shoot Casino. <laughs> here's your homework assignment, honestly, or Cave of the Winds or whatever that one's called. You you listening, you should go read this piece in the Seattle Times because you want to know about this industry. This is a lot of what happens in this industry. It really does. The bad stuff that the happens bad, in the this bad, industry. I mean, the, the, the fact that there's a lot of feather nesting. This is, this is investment people paying other investment people paying other investment people. This is outrageous. Number two, it's this aspect that you talked about on Como where people feel like they need to be special. I don't want to own index funds because that's boring. That's not special. I want to be in the VC fund that got into XYZ company before it went public. You don't need to do that. They don't need to do that, and it's costing all of us a lot of money. This, I need to at be some in the point, 8% per year, no-risk <laughs> real estate fund. At some point, this money has to be found, right? Because you got to pay, you got to meet the obligations, or you end up like Detroit or uh, Oklahoma or other places where they just say, or Illinois, where we can't meet the pension obligations. How would you all like right. to be getting the check every month and find out not going to get the check next month? That is discomforting. I'm back at the pitcher's mound again yeah. with my slow-pitch softball <laughs> game. Here we go. Wait. Here we go. You ready? So if investors shouldn't be doing it this way, if they shouldn't be chasing hot returns, how do they learn how to become a real investor, Tom? Oh, that's okay. I was wondering where we're headed. Yes. I Thank tried you. to make it as easy as possible I for you. I think it's about a month from now. We're going to be doing a lunch, Ed, which is really fun because it's a very intimate group. Uh, it includes lunch. You get a one-hour education on building portfolios for retirement, kind of how things really work by based on academic research. We do it in Bellevue at our office. No, the door doesn't lock behind you. Walk right out afterwards with an education. The lunch is pretty decent. And you mean we it. stop doing the est thing? Yeah. We stop locking them in for the duration? <laughs> this is uh, Wednesday, June 13th at noon in Bellevue, and you can buy a ticket. Now, I think we only have, what, 10 seats or something. It's pretty small, right? No, we have 16 seats. It's oh. our new education oh, center. Oh, 16. It's Pardon me. Okay. so But get them because they go quick. It includes lunch. And how much is it? ten dollars oh ten i mean that's come on that's cheap that's the price of lunch there you go that's why we yeah. charge ten dollars okay, it's the price of lunch we don't do free lunches yeah that's true so you buy you get a lunch you get an education it takes about an hour and uh, we're right at the foot of the evergreen point bridge in bellevue and you go to talkingrealmoney.com. talkingrealmoney.com. you'll see the is it on the home page i can't pull up the home page because my computer is, uh, gone. I can pull it up, and okay. it is. Uh, it let me just see where it is at talkingrealmoney.com. It should be under learn, or it's down at the bottom. Yes, it's down at the bottom of the main page. Okay, home the page. science of retirement investing, Bellevue, at the Vestry Education Center. Order tickets. There's the button. It yep. even has on uh, when you order the tickets. It even gives you uh, your menu for lunch, so you can make your lunch selections. Yeah. And then we will send the lovely Ricky or Roxy out to pick up the food. Sounds good. Right? That's From Panera. Wednesday. Yeah, it's nice. Wednesday, June 13th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Learn. Right. 
You don't need a hedge fund. You don't need venture capital. You certainly don't need the wild timberlands of upper Wisconsin, which... And we'll show you how you can do this on your own. That's the thing. You know, one of the nice things about this little firm that Tom and I started nine years ago... Okay, yeah. It's just about nine now. Nine years. Uh, One of the, the things that we emphasized when we started this firm is that we will always, 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 always put education ahead of selling. Uh, we we are not a a an aggressive sales driven organization. We've I don't have we ever cold called anyone? No. No, we've never cold called anyone. Uh, and yet it's funny. Funny how this works out. I have this theory about business and and I think it's really held true for a long time. For example, remember when Sears Roebuck and Company had the slogan satisfaction guaranteed or your money, money back. back. Period. Yeah, right. X exclamation point that's right during that period of sears existence who was the number one retailer in the world i'll go with sears okay yeah all right um it was only after they dropped that but people yes people did abuse it people do Uh, that people always do and people abuse the fact that we give away a lot of free stuff okay fine go ahead they're always going to do it but the reality is the reality and this is the reality of and this is a lesson for anybody in business that if you consistently treat people even those who you know will never be your clients if you treat them consistently well business will follow yeah that's true i believe it will get karma marketing it's karma marketing. Eight five five nine three five talk is the number. You can always call that and leave a message, and we'll we'll get we'll answer those on podcasts. And uh, you can call us every Saturday too and ask those questions on the show. Thanks for being a part of the program. Remember to go to talkingrealmoney.com to check out our events. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.